1: Here we go. And listening ears? all
2: sings and round the 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 Brothers and sisters, welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Ludo. Mac Donnelly, Penn and I, we're broadcasting from show creator studios south in Las Vegas. It's the time of year in Vegas when our newspaper has us all vote for the best of Las Vegas, including restaurants, nightclubs, and magicians. To present a counterpoint to our default setting, we've got Piff the Magic Dragon on
1: today. Here he is preaching love, Mr. Pendulette. Well, you know, uh, I'm going to preach love fast here.
3: <laughs> we don't know how long we have. Piff,
1: Piff and Matt are not here yet.
3: They're driving over from another driving studio. Over.
1: And uh, uh, I, you and I are here. Yeah. Now, Piff got in touch with me and asked me to come on this show to solicit people to vote for him in the Best of Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, what is this? The Best of Vegas is what magazine or whatever?
3: This is the uh, Review Journal. Review Journal. The Las Vegas you, Review Journal. you
1: go online and do that? You can go online and do it, or you can mail them in, or it's part of the newspaper thing. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about Piff coming on to have people vote for him Uh huh. Best of Vegas. He is competing against, among others, yes. <laughs> Penn and Teller. Uh Uh-huh. Now, let's talk about, uh, I did not book Piff originally on Fool Us. I had nothing to do with helping him out. But I said extremely kind things about him. Yeah. Which was my choice.
3: That was your choice. I
1: also felt. I felt it was true. Yeah. But I said kind things about him. He did a good job. Then I took him out to dinner Mm -hmm. with he and his, you know, his old girlfriend, who, who, by the way, hated me instantly. All Uh, of us,
3: I believe. Yeah. Perhaps why she's now ex. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, took him out to dinner. I paid, right? Yeah. When he went to America's Got Talent, I went there and supported him. Mm-hmm. The intro to Piff's show, you know, yeah, bring him yeah, out.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. The intro is your voice. That's me. Yeah. That is, you recorded uh, it. Uh, America's
1: Got Talent, I helped him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I come up with some, certain bits for him. Yep. Put him on Fool Us a few more times. Those were all my choices. Yeah. To put him on. I pushed for him. Others in Penn & Teller. <laughs> We're not that strong about having him on. I push for him. I wrote a letter about him being able to perform in our country as an immigrant. Not born in the United States of America. Yeah, I push for that. Help him get a green card, yeah. And then yesterday, yesterday, I spent 12 hours in a dragon suit, shooting a TV special that I will not be paid for. A penny. 12 hours. Now, I have had a certain amount of success in my life. Uh, much of that is luck. Some of that is work. Some of that is skill. I believe none of that is talent. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to <laughs> have to label that. Um, but certainly, some of it is luck. But certainly, some of it is work. Yes. Now, if you were a person doing a television special mm-hmm. and you wanted to hire me, to go out in the heat of Vegas and do a 12-hour shoot, and you call Glenn to try to make that deal. Yeah. It's going to cost you hundreds of dollars. One would think. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars. What did Piff pay me? Zero. Zero. <laughs> That's not actually true. He gave me a gambling ticket for $20 to pay a slot machine on on the special while they were shooting. <laughs> and then I won $60, and then he tried to get the $20 back from me put in. <laughs> But you could say, I guess, in some way, he gave me that $20, right? Okay. okay. All right. Even though it was part of his special. And somebody ran out and got Impossible Burgers from uh, Wahlburgers. Okay. Uh, and brought him in. So there were snacks involved. I didn't pay for them. And there were snacks in his dressing room that I ate. And I made out with his girlfriend.
0: Well, that's expensive. But other than that,
1: <laughs> there was no... Uh, there were no, uh, no, no pay. There were per- perquisites. Right. But no salary. No salary. Now, after all of that that I've done for Piff, he wants to come on the show he and solicit, the people, solicit people to, <laughs> to vote for him on my show. Yeah. So let's just say before Piff comes in, do you know where they go to vote?
3: Uh, no, I don't. I'll find don't out. and let out. you know in just a minute.
1: Go wherever you need to go. To vote for Penn and Teller as the best magic show in Vegas because for among other reasons, we are. We've been around longer than Piff. We have, we're a little better than Piff. Piff is really, really good. We are just a little tiny bit better. So if you were going to be voting honestly with your heart and with your mind together, you would vote for Penn and Teller for the best magic show and not Piff. Also, Piff gave me a call time. Yesterday, I'm uh, sorry, Friday, of 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Right. was the call time. You, you know when I arrived? Uh-oh. 2.
3: 2 p.m., okay. right on time.
1: Now, Piff is here, what, uh, five minutes late. But you can sit down there, Piff. We just said <laughs> how we were welcoming you yeah.
2: on the show. And we were going to say that you can go to bestoflasvegas.com if you wish to cast your vote. For no. the best magicians. No, no go vote piff.com. No, no, no. That's not where you're going to go. Vote <laughs> well, Piff, don't come. Best no, no, no. Of
3: Las Vegas. You're going to go to
1: bestoflasvegas.com, bestoflasvegas.com, and you will see a list of magic shows. <laughs> One of them is Penn and Teller, which is just ever so slightly better than Piff. Well, you we could just vote Piff.com. No, you don't have to go vote Piff.com. You don't
3: think there's a spot to click to vote for Penn and Teller at piff.com? Votepiff.com.
1: <laughs> <laughs> vote. Piff <don't> come. <laughs> i was just explaining piff that we've had a uh, we've had a wonderful relationship the two of us
2: oh my god let me tell you let me just tell you right now Uh, right now you and i were just doing some filming for the piff the magic dragon special which i think we've now wrapped on and um the last thing we shot was you and i i said hey pen would you mind if we walked uh we were in the taxi where the taxis come in at the Flamingo. And I said, would you mind if we walked uh, up the stairs, through the Flamingo, out of the front, stood in front of the Flamingo, and then walked down then in the other rear entrance. And you very kindly, after, what, 19 hours of solid filming? I believe
1: it was 12, but yes. Said, um,
2: <laughs> of course, no problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, you did it. And you and I were walking along outside the front to some, like, was like a reggae tune or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And we were were walking in step, dancing along, naturally matching each other without even having to look to our left or right to work out what the other was doing. And it's got to be in my top three happiest moments of my life. It was pretty great. It was, was I mean, it's like, you know, you guys, you guys, as well, you know, uh, made my career when I appeared on um, Penn and Teller Fool Us. And whenever you do stuff like that, there's a lot of pressure going into it because it's like, oh, well, um, you know, I have to think about what I'm going to say. And, and and also that was like the first thing I did on TV. So I was, you know, I was very happy afterwards, but rarely, rarely are you in it and incredibly happy. Yep. And I was in it and I was, I was just like, this is one of the greatest moments of my life.
1: I have had wonderful moments in my life in a dragon suit. There was a time... <laughs> That Piff and I went to do a pitch in LA.
3: Yeah.
2: Yes. Oh. I was just about to say this. Go ahead. Oh, no. You go ahead. You, you. No, you, you. you <laughs> go. No, you. No, you go. Godot, how was your week? You know, Xavier is working for <laughs> Best Magician, also. I don't know if you do that. And I got a call this week from Matt King asking me to vote for him. Vote <laughs> VotePiff.com. VotePiff.com. <laughs> yeah, just go vote Penn and teller
1: And um, uh, we were, we had done the pitch in the dragon suit. Yeah. Yes. Right. And uh, Piff pointed out that when we went into the uh, public restroom to change into our dragon suits, that there wasn't anyone in the lobby that did not believe we were having sex in there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but to everyone's surprise, we came out in dragon suits. It did not negate
3: the fact we were having sex in there. And the there. guy turned yeah. to the guy on the right and said, oh, dragon suits. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we came out. And uh, then after we finished, we had to go to the car for the next pitch. We did after not change. We finished having sexy
2: means. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had changed. We did not change out of our dragon suit. Yeah. No. And there we were walking through, where was it? Burbank or something?
2: Yeah, it was Burbank. Yeah. It was outside a TV studio that shall not be named. I was walking beside
1: my dear friend Piff yeah. in a dragon suit yeah. down the sidewalk. Yeah. And I've got to tell you, one of the truly happy moments of my life.
3: That's awesome. <laughs> I was top very four, happy. Me.
2: Top four. Yeah, top four. Yeah.
1: I got to say that um, there are times that you look at your life and say, my God, how did I get here? Yeah. What, <laughs> what have I done? What kind of turns and twists huh. and so on? We call that morning. <laughs> but that moment i just went you know every twist every turn every butterfly flap in bolivia yeah every slight decision i made here and there
2: uh that's led me right here been kind of okay i was i was, yeah, can i just jump in yeah. sorry just i just want to say um and then i'm going to defer to you i got it cuz i've got something important to say I didn't, so go ahead. That moment we were also had the added pressure of pitching our TV show st- show. Yeah. So I also had nerves. Oh, I hope this I hope they buy this. Yeah. Also, Penn and I uh did um did the season five of Flawless, episode one. It was uh Peff and Pop and we had Teller in a uh Squire outfit. in a squire outfit. And that was also in my happiest moments, but uh, first of all, we were recording it for TV. Yep. We only had one shot at recording it. We'd been rehearsing it pretty hard. And um, I worked on the trip with Teller, which was terrifying. No,
3: no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and when I worked on it with him, I had an Apple Watch, which kept on going off. <laughs> and I kept on looking in it because like people were messaging me. It's and, hard not to. And Teller said to me, do you have somewhere else to be. (laughs) Oh my God. And I took off my Apple watch and never wore it again. (laughs) That is a true story. I never wore it after that. I never, ever wore my Apple watch and it was the ceramic Apple watch. So it was expensive and I never wore it again.
3: Piff now does a trick to open a show where he, uh, seemingly smashes an audience's members oh, apple watch going there oh, no what God. i'm going to say is that like that's just a tribute to his experience with teller <laughs> just just yes was, it
2: really is no i thought you were going to say that i broke an apple watch <laughs> no, no i was going to go <laughs> there just the other day I, I got all the way to the end of the trick and it's in like uh it's in currently it's in dog food which it will, will not be forever mm-hmm. but currently the watch turns up in dog food in a, a vacuum sealed bag and i cut it out of the bag And I was showing everyone clearly appreciated it was an Apple Watch, except for one guy who was sat there with his arms folded. And as I was shouting at the guy, I gestured a little too much. And the watch flew out of the bag and smashed on the floor, which is very ironic, uh, considering the journey that it had been on, (laughs) unbeknownst to the audience. (laughs) This is the least dangerous part of the trick. But what I want to say is, those, the, those occasions when, when you and I were doing Piff and Pop, which is some of the great... Like, I love... I know that you don't like watching yourself on TV, and I don't either anymore, but there are a few times when I really like watching... When I do watch those clips, and you and I doing Piff and Pop on Foolers is one of my favorite things. But all of those, all of those have the pressure of this has to be good. Yes. What I'm saying is, the other day, we had finished... Yeah. We'd done everything we needed to. Yeah. And now this is all just gravy. And I said, hey, could you come out and do this? You know, it's just B roll. And we went out in the street, danced along the street. And, and I-
1: one person, oh. after a whole day of us laughing, laughing, laughing because nobody was identifying us properly. No, no. No. They were they were speaking to Teller in the dragon suit. Yes. At the Flamingo. Yes. At a table yes. that had Piff's picture all over it. And this wasn't with Piff anyone in the dragon suit, a human being who had been hired yeah. to be in the Piff special. Yeah.
2: And who was an employee of the Flamingo. An employee of the Flamingo who worked at the Flamingo. At the Flamingo. Yeah, sat at one of my blackjack tables who was a blackjack dealer. At the blackjack table with his picture on it. Her job was to deal blackjack onto the table as she was dealing blackjack onto my face. On to my face. <laughs> a depiction of his face on the table. In the dragon skin,
1: she said, You know, I saw your show, You and Pat, 10 years ago here in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and she had a conversation with Piff as Teller. It was the funniest show she'd ever seen. Yeah, and she that? carried on about how talented Teller was. Yes. As he sat in the dragon suit, and she was dealing onto his face with uh, the name Piff in six-inch letters? Oh, at least. Probably...
2: Uh, Four feet from her eyes, and by the way, where her hand was sitting. The reason those blackjack tables are there is because opposite them is my goddamn theater. <laughs> it's my theater, which my is nice. I was going say, which is not subtly covered, which it is, is newly branded the the Magic Dragon Theater. Uh, uh,
1: uh, all of this happened, and then there were other things that were really, really funny, which was an individual uh, from Nebraska. They came over to me and they were, uh, they had been corralled. (laughs) They were there for a bachelorette party. They had been corralled by staff to be part of who I would harangue to get pictures with Piff. Yeah. Uh, They were very excited about doing this. And I was there in my dragon suit. And uh, uh, we were making small chitter chatter. And this individual, very attractive individual.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: in their twenties, uh, they said to me, "You live here in
2: Vegas," <laughs> <laughs> and I said, uh... oh, "This is so good. This one. There are so many of these as well. This is the
1: thing." Yes, I do.
2: Oh God!
1: And they said, "What do you do here in Vegas?" <laughs> I said, "Well, I, I work in a show called Penn and Teller." To which they said. They're very, very, very famous. They're very
3: famous.
1: (laughs) There was a long pause, and then they looked me in the eye and said, what do you do on the show? (laughs) (laughs) I said, I'm Penn. (laughs) They looked me up and down for quite a while, and at that moment, at that moment, Piff Who was my boss for
2: this twelve-hour shoot? Needed my attention to ask me about what the drink was going to
1: be and how we're going to turn. Well,
2: also, I'd been I'd been behind Pen writing the perfect comedy version of what was about to happen, (laughs) and we're just tearing up drafts behind
0: it. That was what I was actually doing.
1: And I turned around and said something, and then. Pip was looking over my shoulder because when he's talking to me, he's always seeing if there's something better going on. Always. <laughs> he's looking <laughs> past me and he said, they are now Googling to see if you really are you. <laughs> and both of the people that were there were holding up their phones and comparing <laughs> them to me. And when I turned back around, they had had time to formulate what they were going to say. Yeah. Now that they knew Uh, Then I asked Glenn, I said, Do you have my wallet? He said, Yes. And I showed them my driver's license that said pen on it. (laughs) I said, I can save you the Googling. There is official ID that would stop Ice from deporting me. (laughs) There it is right there. (laughs) They looked at it. And then after having, you know, sometimes people say silly things when they meet you, like they say, You know, you're my biggest fan, right? is, Is, you know, is the standard joke one and all sorts of things. But this was considered. This was probably eight minutes to consider Mm -hmm. what they were going to say because they went from who is this person in a green dragon suit Yeah, to Penn and Teller, are very famous, to now I am sitting with Penn. Right. Okay? They were within three feet of me. They had had eight minutes to think what they were going to say. They looked me in the eye and they said, wow, my brother used to be obsessed with you.
2: <laughs> oh, how many the must they have gone through? The blackjack wound just fell away. <laughs> it healed up.
1: My brother used, used to be, be obsessed, obsessed with you. you. And a little later, they came over to pose with me and said, Could I have a selfie? And I said, My brother used to be obsessed with you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
2: Now you're in a position. Uh, my brother used to pose for photos with people. <laughs> now you're in a position where that being their pen and st- Teller story, and there's enough good and great pen and Teller meetings that uh, that's just a drop in the ocean.
1: <laughs> well, I will say that that sent them laughing hysterically, yeah. and we <laughs> did take the selfie. Right. So it was all done in good fun. Yeah. As far as they were concerned,
3: <laughs> yes, you are hysterically funny. As far as they're concerned, yes. And I, the I reality am, is, you're a bitter, angry monster. <laughs> right? Uh, I was.
1: Uh, I was. Uh, I was uh, uh, pleasant, stable, yeah. uh, polite, kind, fun loving
3: outwardly (laughs) (laughs) inside you had pulled your arms and head out of the out of the pop dragon outfit gone into it and cried (laughs) (laughs) no
1: no no you misunderstand yeah there's a difference between sadness and hate (laughs) i was coming out of the dragon outfit reaching into their chest pulling out their still beating heart (laughs) and making them look at it in the few seconds they had to live. <laughs> poof, 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 poof. You know that kind, that kind of kung fu? Poof, you pull out the heart just yeah. like just that? Just before you put uh, it in the waffle maker. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, but was. there were these things all day. all day. All day. All day,
1: Piff was Teller. All day, I was some weird guy <laughs> in a dragon suit <laughs> next to Piff. Yeah. Some extra that was doing it. All day, he was going like that. All day, there were... Uh, and. With uh, uh, many other people, um, and I I believe this is absolutely true, with many other people, like if I were out with Bill Maher or somebody in public, or even Billy Gibbons, when that kind of stuff happens, you know, there's a little bit in your heart of competition. You try to deny it. Yeah. You joke about it. There's a little bit like, oh, five people just came up, and I feel like, oh, oh, someone come up and talk to me. Oh, that's good. You have a little. And I'm, there's a tally. I'm embarrassed about that. There's At least there's a tally. <laughs> yeah. You're at least keeping score somewhere. Yeah, and I, I, I'm embarrassed about that, and I, I probably shouldn't have admitted it, but that does happen. Although with Piff, I think, and I'm speaking for both of us, but he'll certainly correct me. In every one of the situations, on either side, it was just joy. We were completely together. (laughs) When Biff was recognized as Teller, I don't think I enjoyed it any more than you did. (laughs) And I enjoyed being misinterpreted. Exactly. And then at the end of the day, as we were talking about this perfect day, riding to the sunset, the two Dragon Brothers riding to the sunset, one guy... Clear voice yes. of sanity on the street, Las Vegas Boulevard. A stranger just went, "God
2: damn, it's fucking
1: Pen and Piff."
2: Oh, <laughs> the, really? The we were bathed in moonlight. <laughs> we were literally bathed. Oh, it was that honest. was god damn. God damn, it's fucking Pen
1: and Piff. <laughs> Clearly articulated. Maybe the only person. Who had just had clear eyes of sanity, no substance abuse, nothing going on, just clearly saw reality and just shouted out triumphant and joyous. So a whole day,
3: I—twelve
1: hours of I, percolating I, the world oh. trying to decide who we were, and then the world picks a spokesman after all of the the blackjack dealers, the. Nebraska bachelorettes, after all of them, the Zeke guys stumbling, the invisible hand trying to figure out. And finally, after all this, all these people got together, the wisdom of the crowd, they chose one spokesperson. <laughs> that spokesperson stood up in a loud, clear-eyed, strong voice, said, God damn, it's fucking pen and piff.
2: And then he took a selfie with us <laughs> yeah. and he could not be more eloquent. No, That's and exactly I Exactly the way it should be. <laughs> and I shook his hand and I said votepiff.com. <laughs> <laughs> vote,
1: votepiff.com. votepiff.com. Like uh, Piff saying go to the uh go to Best the website Bestoflasvegas.com.
3: bestoflasvegas.com and vote, vote for com. Penn and, and Teller. I'd piff. say of vote all com. the endings you were teeing up there about that the last thing I expected was the outcome that you just described. <laughs> It wasn't even on my radar that someone was just going to get it right. Just
1: dead right. That was great. And this is, you know, midnight on the Las Vegas Strip where I think if you average it out, everyone is fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because some people, I saw a few people that were fucked up enough to certainly take 10 sober people with them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fucked up enough that if they were on a jury with 11 people stone cold sober, it would be a drunken jury. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and one clear eyed person speak. and then in one moment where our perfect telepathy just flickered for a moment yeah. was when we were in the moonlight and our hands up over our heads and we were spinning oh, yeah. and they said do that again and I thought you know this time I'm going to spin around and I'm just going to give Piff a big hug and just as we stood there and the cameras were all I had my hands up. Piff said, this time when you turn around, give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was perfect. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing is that uh, I don't know whether you noticed, but um, uh, Penn's actually quite good at this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now, we had a what crew. Stuff? Wait, what? This stuff. I'll tell you what stuff. This stuff. Uh, we had a crew, and they would set up a shot, and I would say, here's what's going to happen, guys. We're going to set the shot. Once you have it, you're going to lock it off. And Penn will give you five or six perfect readings, all of which will be individual, will be uh, unique and different, and all of which you'll need to capture. And if we need any more readings, we'll just ask him and he will give us as many readings as we like in a different take, in a different manner. And they were like, "Uh, okay, whatever. And he did this repeatedly for 12 hours. Yeah. Not like once, for 12 hours, over and over again, and the crew could not get over it. (laughs) They couldn't get over it. This is unbelievable. This isn't like, and here's another thing. It was like, hey, uh, Penn, uh, I'm not really sure what I want to say here. I think you need to say something like this and this and this. No problem. Roll the camera. Here are five perfect alternate versions of all of these things. Well, and he's
1: being too kind because we set up a shot with a uh, Hummer
2: limo. Yeah. Right? Coming into the. Front You're right. The I was. You're right. I was <laughs> being I forgot about this. No, I have, I take it back. Pen is uh, 99%. Uh, Perfect.
1: Oh, God. This is great. <laughs> uh, set up a Hummer. I mean, a huge Hummer. One of these joke ones that looks like it has a pool in it yeah, or something.
2: Yeah. Set the side of a London street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the side of London. And we had to come in. It was it was a hard maneuver. Yeah. And the cameras had to be set up a long shot, probably thirty five minutes to set up the shot. And I had to be sticking my head out of the roof of the limo, and I had to be yelling, "Woohoo! Vegas, Las Vegas!" Pop celebrating being in Vegas and spending his son's money. <laughs> and I had to uh, I had to say, "Who wants to suck the tear ducks of a f- uh, the f- Who wants to suck the flaming tear ducts of a dragon?" Some, yeah, something like that. Whoa! Yeah, that was it. And we were going to beep it out so it sounds much worse. Yeah. <laughs> who actually the line was? If you want it perfect, who wants to suck a dragon's flaming tear duct? Look at that, perfect. Okay, wow.
2: that's what. It, Days later, still. So <laughs> word perfect. I am there, ninety-nine <laughs> percent. Standing
1: up in there after twelve hours, all set to go, and the limo starts moving, and they tell me they're rolling, and I start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas, Las Vegas! <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo! Hey, baby, we're in Vegas, and a big crowd around the seat. And I glance over at the camera, which in a, uh, a full reality show is not forbidden. Uh, you can look right. at the camera, I look at the camera, and everybody's doing this weird gesture <laughs> where they're bringing their hands up around <laughs> their head. And I'm going, oh, I guess that means I'm really good. <laughs> I guess this is a
3: gesture. You have an aura of yeah, amazing. Of
1: really, really good. Yeah. And I keep going. Woo hoo hoo hoo. And everybody is, there's commotion there. There's commotion. And they're now waving both hands over their heads.
3: You're too good. Come down from the
1: <laughs> sky. You're too good. Land. And I forgot who it was, but I think one of the camera people was finally able to scream and gesture simultaneously. Put your hood up. <laughs> <laughs> I was out of the top of the limo doing a perfect take as Penn without his dragon suit.
3: <laughs> okay, but so, this is this is uh, someone who's been around for Pen for a lot of projects. What you said is accurate. That guy can memorize lines and memorize alt lines perfectly. Blocking <laughs> <laughs> and costume... Not your strongest Not suit. my strong Not so strongest So I came
2: around there, and I'm like, hey, guys, um, now we have this. Can you just go out to the front of the valet? I want to get a shot that matches another shot. And they're like, do we have to do it again? And I was like, what did you what, – what, you forgot to press record? And they said, no, Penn forgot to put his hood up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God.
3: That's
2: unbelievable.
1: But I put the hood up, and they got part of the take.
2: That's correct.
3: They still to do I'll it tell again. you the problem is that you didn't hire Phyllis, <laughs> right? And Phyllis would have yeah. not even let you get out without your hood
1: up. Phyllis, Phyllis is our makeup person who's been yeah. working with us for twenty five years. Yeah,
3: I met her on yeah on Phyllis masterclass. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, in short term masterclass. Yeah, if, if Pen and Tyler there, she's there.
1: Yeah. And uh, and Phyllis is fabulous, and Phyllis does not let me does not let me walk on. To any sort of set, yeah. not perfect and camera ready. Yeah, and she will run in. She will stop anything to make. Yeah, it she would up.
3: have. She would have walked in the middle of that shot and gotten us. We on. would have hired Phyllis next time. We'll hire Phyllis. <laughs>
1: yeah, hire Phyllis all hire the time. Phyllis.
2: You're wearing a hat, Biff. Yes, you're wearing a hat because there's a little bit of hair loss, right? Uh, there is a little bit of hair. No, that's not why I'm wearing a hat. Okay. There, but there is also a little bit of hair loss. Now, I'm you, wearing a hat for my hair loss. Are you? <laughs> I'm uh, wearing my hat because my hat I never do my hair anymore because I'm a professional dragon. We've got new uh, a new
1: sponsor uh, that wants to point out that 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. And if you're feeling a little bit of hair loss at all, anywhere, yeah. you can get right on it. And going for hair loss stuff... It's usually uh, Jive. Mm-hmm. Or it's wicked expensive. Yeah. Or you've got to make a doctor's appointment, which is part of wicked expensive, but worse than wicked expensive. Yes. Right? Uh, I, I think you should do this, Matt. I think we should set it up so yeah. you can do this, so we can do this. Because D- this is a company D- we got.
3: D- Dustin from Cast Media has uh, asked for my address. So That's, hopefully yeah, that uh-oh. means something could <laughs> Yeah. I wrote to him and said, hey, it would no be a good idea him. Matt
1: could do this. For yeah. him's. Yeah. Now, for him's is a difficult company name because there are so many ways you can be spelling yeah, it
3: could it. be Especially, four hymns four yeah. songs <laughs> uh but don't say don't say that i didn't say <laughs> that's that. wrong i didn't four
1: mean that four f-o-r-h-i-m-s <laughs> for hymns and they uh, have this uh great setup uh i think that the future of doctors is going to be i mean how much how many doctors Things do you have to be in the room for some. You really do. Right. Some you got to be in the room for. Refilling your hair
3: prescriptions. I don't think it's one of I don't of them. think
1: you do. I don't think you do. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Prescription solutions backed by science. No waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. Save hours by going to dot So easy. Answer a few quick questions, doctors will review and can prescribe you the, and the products are stripped, shipped directly to your door, which I guess you'll do an online thing yep. and then they'll sh- ship it to your door and we'll see if you get, grow more hair.
3: I'm excited about
0: yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I think it'll be a good thing. I thought you, I thought you don't grow more hair on it. I no, th- you do, but it, it's easier to keep hair. It's easier to keep hair. All right. But you, you can't do it. Um, order now. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just five bucks. Wow, that's pretty cheap. Five bucks today while supplies last. See the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to com slash pen. That's f o r m i.
3: Try that again. Okay,
1: that's f o r h i m s dot com slash pen. For for hymns dot com slash pen. I'm not going to piff because piff will just say for piff dot com. <laughs> so I wanted to. I uh, wanted to stay away. Wanted to stay away Don't from point that. At him. We okay. could talk more about the uh, shoot. I also, uh, uh had a scene where Jade. Oh. Uh, uh, your, uh, your, uh, your significant other, your partner, um, Jade and I had a scene where pops and Jade pops is very, he's a dinosaur besides being a, uh, uh, a dragon. Right. And my, uh, my, uh, uh, this is a dragon who has not woke. Okay. A non-woke, non-woke dragon, a sleeping dragon, dragon. Uh, yeah. literally a sleeping dragon, <laughs> And um, a there's a scene, which is so funny. As you know, uh, Jade is busty. Mm-hmm. And you know, she also features the bustiness in their show. Yeah. So she is there on the couch. And I don't know who, who wrote this scene. Me. Yeah. I wrote all oh. the scenes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting next to her and I'm, it's quiet. And she's like, emery boarding her nails, right? And I am, just daydreaming next to her, and then there's a long pause, and I say, "How big are those tits?" <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and then she punches me in the face.
2: Yeah, and I just remember I just said I wrote all these, but I didn't actually. I I wrote these scenes with uh, Chad, Damiani. I think I could never remember how to say a second name. It's a it's a funny laugh. Yeah, name. but anyway. So he he went he's great. I really love writing with him. And so I think I wrote that line, and he gave Penn an alternate, which was? Got milk.
1: (laughs) And then I had an alternate that I liked where I say nothing. Yeah. But she just uh, looks over and sees me leering and punched me in the face.
2: (laughs) You're not even leering, though, are you? You're yeah. just like, you're like pointing to the, like you're on a yeah. reality show. Yeah, the camera. I'm yeah. just kind of pointing, going, oh, hey, that's funny.
1: what do you think? Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. And then God. not cause and effect, but much later on in the, the show.
2: Co- the cause of, because you don't know what the cause of the, your latest scene was. Uh-huh. The cause was I was, I'd come off stage, Pen uh, pop even had won me over so much by the end of the taping of the special yeah. That I come off stage flush with joy, happiness, and everything like that. Very different to my regular uh state as a magic dragon. And I say, God, this is great. And I took up all the things that I want to do, you know, move to a bigger theater, open a show in Broadway, uh, you know, like the merchandise line, and I say, you know, maybe I'll settle down, have some eggs. Jade and I get on pretty well, cut two.
1: Uh, (laughs) Jade and I are making out.
2: (laughs) In the back alleyway of Flamingo. (laughs) I will tell you. Near the gray water. Mm. Making out
1: with Miss Jade Simone, Mm -hmm. Miss Jade Simone, um, is difficult because she's covered with feathers. Yeah. And she is also (laughs) fully cantilevered. uh, There isn't a way to find much human there. (laughs) <laughs> but we got ready, and it's just a pile of feathers and stuff. It really is now. There was some discussion over the fact that we would be we would be kissing. Yes, and I'd read an article in the New York Times for those who were playing the drinking game about uh, intimacy coaches on Broadway. Yeah, and about how they address this. And it was very important to me when all the jokes and stuff were done that uh, Jade be very very comfortable. Yeah. And right? she was nervous as well. She was. And uh, also, Piff, who's written it and directed it and is a uh, significant to uh, Jade and one of my best friends, Yeah, he was there running the camera and watching as this goes on. So there's a lot of um, emotional uh, possibilities for discomfort. So right before the scene, Piff walks over and he's going to say a final thing to his significant other before the big makeout scene they have with me. And uh, I'm a little bit curious as to what the relationship is going to be there, <laughs> where it's going to go, what it's going to be. And they have a moment of slight intimacy
3: yeah.
1: that um, I am privy to because I'm three and a half to four feet away. So uh, they're aware that I can see the hear this exchange, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also a private moment. And no one else is around. It's the three of us. And I'm a little bit curious what – is going to be Piff's interaction right now. I'm also a little bit curious because I can't remember this. What's the last thing he's going to say and do before they go in to do this scene with me? He reaches into his pocket, pulls out a Listerine breath strip, (laughs) opens it up and offers her one. (laughs) (laughs) She takes the breath strip, pops it in her mouth, closes it up, and sticks it into her bra, <laughs> and I say to her, uh, "Maybe, maybe I'll have one of those too." <laughs> so I have a breath strip, and then I get there ready to go, and we're in position, and uh, I have gotten all my uh, stuff in place, you know, because you can very easily push your lips against someone and not really be kissing them, you know, right? Uh, and no one can tell what's happening inside right. the lips. Right? right, That can't be told. So um, we get there in position, and then uh, Jade is confronted, as is the director, as is Piff, with a problem that I am very, very aware of. But of course, they hadn't thought of before, which is Jade says, uh, "I I can't kiss him. Yeah, I I can't reach him." And Piff says, "Well, stand up on your toes," and she says, "I'm wearing platforms." <laughs> I have the highest heels possible. There's no toe left. So they bring over a milk carton, yeah, like a foot and a half high. Because we put, had milk.
3: <laughs> oh, so the answer was yes. Yeah. she so got they milk.
1: Put, they put her on that carton, and now she's my height. And I say, but she's not my height. It's going to look funny. And Pip says, well, the milk carton's in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it really funny, because that means that the character of Jay yeah. has brought over a milk
3: carton to stand on. Is it called a crate milk crate? Milk crate. Crate. Whatever it, Yeah, crate. not a Whatever carton. Whatever it crate. is. Little blue things. With People the, at home are picturing a giant just carton of milk, and it's I, a weird yeah. thing to picture. Okay. So <laughs> so now they're standing on that,
1: uh, and uh, Jade's on that, and now we do our first take, and we – come out of our embrace, and Jade says, you know, I, I'm sorry about that. I didn't really have time to warm up. There was no tongue or anything,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: which I thought was the goal.
2: Was appropriate. Yeah, yeah sure. That
1: was appropriate. And she said, I'm more warmed up now. And I oh, said, "Oh God, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then uh a small voice says,
3: action. This is great. Only because- Listeners of this podcast will remember director's cut uh-huh. and you having to kiss uh, Missy Pyle. Yeah. yeah. And the debate that you had then, is very funny. Like, Jade is doing what you did to Missy Pyle. Because <laughs> you were like, I don't want to kiss her, but I don't want to misrepresent myself and <laughs> have them not think like I'm a good kisser. I don't want her to be like, how is Penn as a kisser? And you were so worried about Missy's interpretation of your kiss post the film. Yeah. It had nothing to do <laughs> with <laughs> the actual facilitating of the scene. So the next time we do it which is the
1: buy take. Yeah. Uh it was a passionate kiss and there was no longer need for the uh milk uh was it not great, great, great. No, not because she wrapped both her legs around.
2: Which <laughs> she did it. She did a really great thing where bangs was, her feet against. Yeah, them. it was like you were standing against some metal. Yeah, uh, one of these things that they push around dinner plates on the food thing. service thing. Yeah. So she bangs one foot on it, which is the open of the shot. They start kissing, and then she bangs the other foot up there, and now Pen is like, "Hold it!" So it was funny. That is funny. <laughs> and. And so we finished the, the take,
1: and then it's just done. It's over, gone. And uh, actually, after the first take, um, Jade says, we got to clean the lipstick off Penn's face. And Piff said, we're just going to put it on there again. Never mind. Yeah. Leave him like that. But then, kind of, we, get, we finish the whole day of shooting, and Piff has, he pulls out his phone, mm-hmm. and he has, he has video of this. And he shows it to me, and it's hysterically funny because, with all the feathers and the dragon hood and everything else, you can't tell our faces are together. <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. Yeah. It was it was. So what we've now learned is that it's completely recreational. <laughs> that was just a perquisite. Yeah. The uh, the the making out with Jade was the same as the Impossible Burger from Wall Burgers. <laughs> Just a just a nice little perk for, for doing it. Yeah. Are you are you looking at the looking uh, at her kicking the thing? Yeah. yeah. It's good. That's great. It's good. It's perfect. Now, since we're on the subject of pen and significant others, yes. I spent uh, Thursday. Oh yeah. Thursday uh, early evening with your wife. Meg. Wait a minute. Does this
3: story go in the same place?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Sarah Lowe. Uh, she came over to learn fire eating. Yeah. And we were in the garage, the two of us, mm-hmm. note the pronunciation, in the garage. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and we were talking about how great it would be to just have audio of me teaching Sarah <laughs> fire eating without, without anyone knowing that it's a fire eating
3: lesson. Oh, even <laughs> if you knew it
1: was a fire eating lesson, you would still be skeptical. <laughs> No, 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 Sarah, don't be scared. Take it deeper in your mouth and just cradle it on your tongue and bring your lips up around, just around the top. Bring your lips there, cradle your tongue, keep a lot of moisture there, okay? And then just relax and let it go deeper into your mouth. And she said, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I'm a little scared. Don't be scared, Sarah. (laughs) This is a little bigger than you're used to. Yeah. Uh, I said, it's a little bigger because these are the stage ones that I use. So it's a little bigger, but take it in, cradle it, and we're going back and forth. And it was really both Sarah and I are comedy professionals. Yes. And yet I think it was probably 10 minutes in before we went, you know, the audio of this. (laughs) 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 She was they were wonderful at retaining the flame.
3: Yeah. Not good at extinguishing the flame. Yes, that's what she said. She was having a tough time with extinguishing. And, uh, and, uh,
1: she was, uh, very, uh, uh, I mean, I, I told them that they'd be burned. Yeah. Made it clear. Yep. And, uh, Sarah, uh, got a couple burns. I don't know if they got worse when you saw them.
3: The next day was, uh, a little, um, tough she was like you started to eat ice cubes and stuff yeah she had a couple bubbles yeah
1: yeah and uh i realized after i uh checked checked sarah's lips uh with a great deal of sympathy and said oh dear this is bad put ice on everything and she left i realized after she left that i had the same thing yeah and it's just that i'm so used to it when you do fire eating you know you get little, little. but she said that uh, all that she was scared about was not a problem but her uh Comedy training is a very dangerous thing in this. Yeah. I said to Sarah over and over, the time I was hurt the most, fire eating, was a direct result of comedy being important to me. I was had my head back. I was doing flame retention, and somebody heckled. And I had the perfect comeback. Perfect. So I went and took a deep breath. Oh. And pulled a fireball, Mm -hmm. uh, a little smaller than a baseball, right into my lungs. Oh. And the pain was unspeakable. And I was clearly going to die right then, right then. And I did not say the lie. And I kind of staggered around and finished the show. And then for a week, I was coughing up things that you don't ever oh. want to cough up. I believe I was coughing up burned pieces of lung. Oh. That can't be true. It couldn't have gone that deep, but it was bad. Just coughing, coughing, coughing. And Sarah kept doing this thing where she would do a little bit of the fire reading that immediately bring her head down and start to say something to me that was clever or witty. <laughs> and I kept saying, Sarah, Sarah, keep your head back. Let that fire be out. Yeah. Then take your breath and then be brilliant. <laughs> but you know, uh, get her, get Sarah's head back. Do the move. Then right away going. Whoa! If you heard that audio, it'd be I go. No, no. You, 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 yeah, you just yeah. breathe before that. If the fire hadn't been gone, you would have sucked it down your lungs. And I'm telling you, you don't want to do that. You really don't want to do that. Yeah. And uh, then I talked to her about uh, uh, permitting the way. Um, the way a carny would talk about getting permits and not the way anyone on our crew or staff would approve of. Ah. I said, well, you know, uh, if you and Matt are playing like one show in a place, you just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, they'll really scream at you and stuff. You just walk away.
3: <laughs> That's, uh, it's funny, yeah. Like, uh, uh, well, so, so she went into it nervous. Wondering, she goes, do I even want to learn this? You know, like, should I even do this? And I guess your wife uh, was even like, you know, it just burns the shit out of your mouth, right? Like, why do you want to do that to your mouth?
2: <laughs> uh,
3: it's funny, why is like, she learning it? Uh, because uh, he offered. I want to do this version of, I have a sub trunk. Oh. Never mind. So he's right. right. I'll, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go back to the story I was telling.
2: I didn't realize that you were the Matt.com. Voteformat.com. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that. So the answer is because she's helping you with a magic trick. She wants. Uh, she wants variety skills. She, okay. She, in general.
3: Okay. Like she has now cemented so herself. This
2: isn't a thing of you saying. You know what would be funny? No. 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 <laughs> uh... <laughs> no. No. no.
3: Basically, okay, like we, basically, like we realize we've committed to living in Vegas, yeah. and Broadway shows are not coming back here. That if she, she wants to keep working, she should try to start thinking about doing other learning other new things and things that you get hired to do here and one
1: Vegas. of the things that coding did not come up <laughs>
3: yeah right, yeah, right. Website building no Nothing
1: like that. no 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 like a two-person codec. no oh. i meant i meant building websites <laughs> i meant something you could actually sell
2: construction that's actually not a good job anymore because of that like squarespace and stuff
3: oh yeah yeah you're right
2: but see, um two-person codec is still a good job yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, we can do she that. She want to learn to juggle? We can work on her juggling.
2: She's already <laughs> is learning how to. Juggle. <laughs> oh, good, good. She went yeah. straight to fire eating. BJ Joyer is our. Well, I am
3: telling you, uh, the Apple Sisters yeah. at fairs is is her but cash the, cow. The problem is the two Apple Sisters. Yeah, are starring on Netflix as Glow. You know mm. what? I'm pretty sure other people yeah. could play Apple Sisters, and I know that that's a okay heretical thing to say. No, no, no. It's it is it is that is a three person agreement. Yeah, how to proceed right. with a business that is not you know it's the same kind, kind of agreement
1: that made Blondie a band that was entirely
3: equal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely yeah, the same agreement that made that. Yeah. So, uh, just out of curiosity, she wants to know if she if she would take to juggling, and all of a sudden she started practicing like every day. And same thing with Penn offered fire eating, and she was really liked that idea.
1: Now the fr- I wrote the two which i'm not doing with sarah make yeah. that clear they're doing something different but i wrote a two person fire reading routine yeah which i thought was a really good idea and turned out to be we've yeah. used it a lot on tv we used it in our show it's uh it, it is a simple uh simple metaphor of using fire reading for sex right and two people on a couch using fire reading instead of making out and there are very difficult fire reading moves in it like Mouth transfers. Right. Now, I wrote this for Isabella Rossellini. Yes. Isabella Rossellini said, yes, she would learn fire eating. I told her she'd be burned. She was completely down for it. I was very, very excited. NBC was very excited they were going to have an Isabella Rossellini uh, fire eating routine. We're going to be doing a great thing. It was all clear and all set to go. Rehearsals were set up. And I told her, I tried very hard to talk her out of it because I knew I was going to be in a room burning. Isabella Rossellini's uh, very, very, very expensive lips. Right. And I thought maybe that was a bad idea. She was totally down for it. And then she got a job with Baryshnikov in a movie over in Russia. Yeah. So she couldn't do it. And then NBC said, we're still doing the special. Get another person to do this. And Isabella said, no, no, you wait for me. You wrote this for me. You'll do it with me. Yeah. And I said I I can't Isabella and all of a sudden I was having relationship conflicts with <laughs> Isabella Rossellini even though we were not in a relationship. Right. Not my choice.
3: <laughs> 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 so at the
1: time I was uh, I was dating Carol Perkins. Yeah. Who was a uh, was a model. She was a Victoria's Secret model and Revlon model and all these things and I was dating her and I came to her and said would you want to learn the fire eating and she said hard to blame her oh Isabella Rossellini backed out on you (laughs) so now you can come to me I went Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and she went, well, you could have come to me first, you know, because I also do modeling and I also do Revlon like Isabella. And I also do actually more modeling work than Isabella Rossellini. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said, I I know this would be great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then uh, I, taught, uh, I taught Carol Fire Eating, which I told Sarah this and probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. because Carol was one of the most amazing human beings ever. I explained it to her with an unlit torch, how to do everything. She did it with an unlit torch. Then I lit the torch up. She did it again, and I could tell no difference between lit and unlit. Right. Every other person completely chokes and panics. And I go, how did you do that? And she said, well, you explained it to me. I trust you. Boom. and
3: End. Yeah, and my wife doesn't trust you, so we got to figure out how to work around that <laughs> Exactly, things, exactly. You know?
1: Nor should she. <laughs> and then Carol got really into it. We worked on it really hard. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, she worked on it all day, got all the tricks down. It was really, really great. Then the next day, she had a Revlon shoot. And she walked in, and they said, what's wrong with your lips? And she said, oh, I was learning fire eating yesterday. <laughs> and they said, we're doing a lipstick shoot today. And you look like you have herpes sores all over your lips. She said, Well, it's just fire eating. <laughs> they said, You have big blisters all over your lips. And she said, Oh, okay. They said, We can't use you. So the amount of money she meant made on the uh, NBC special, yeah. six months sold out on Broadway, featured, yeah. was not 10%. <laughs> Of what she lost that one day during the Revlon show. I'm, not, I'm saying Revlon. I'm not sure it was. It was yeah, a, yeah. Major, major a major, major company. You know, <laughs> I, when I tell stories, I have I have one makeup company in my head. You know, right. it could have been Maybelline just as easily. <laughs> yeah, could have yeah. been any sort of real company as opposed to one from my youth in the 60s that had ads on TV, <laughs> sure. which I'm just making up. Yeah. But that was it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe. But she she, uh, she did a very good
3: job. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean... The thing is that, like, uh, yeah, she's just excited to learn these new skills. And BJ's amazing. He's great. Yeah. He and be. and Piff is very skeptical of Sarah learning
1: fire reading. Is that right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be skepti- I'm you done- skeptical? you uh, am not skeptical. What's the word when you don't approve or something?
1: Disapproving?
2: Yeah, I take it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just burn yourself all the time.
3: Well, I told so. so she went- she Well, went, no, you don't just po- burn yourself, you also poison Yeah, you also right. poison, yeah.
2: I mean, the yeah. uh, the upsides- uh, She used to do an act- you're also, ap- you're, It's also almost impossible to do this in theaters without well, going through a, a ream of paperwork to do it. That's
3: or, what we have to look into, yeah. But the, the, that was even the joke, so, so she went through it nervous and not sure if she wanted to go through with it. Then she went through with it and then she told me about how much her mouth how much her mouth was hurting the next day and I said so I shouldn't be looking at the paperwork to get you up there for, for the July 27th show and she wrote back like I didn't say that <laughs> so she finished still very she still seems very motivated by well it. she's over a big part of the hard part yeah
1: except you have to understand that fire reading is not something that well like you learn it and all the pain and danger go away right you learn it and the pain and danger continue that's
2: the thing with it is you don't learn it and suddenly you don't get burnt anymore
3: right uh and then all the gags you gave her or whatever like i would i would use it in any capacity it doesn't have to be in the capacity that i'm thinking of in any way it's just a badass thing to add to something Mm -hmm. if she
2: wants to do it i like fire breathing that's cool
1: yeah and that's also so much worse. You're not everyone. heard
3: every show, <laughs> but when you yes. are, it's really
1: Oh, gas. you're heard every show with fire. We well, have to have a mouthful of gas, but. You're heard every show. It's fire spitting. And you're sick. Yeah. And you're sick every show. Oh, okay. I'm going to burp
2: up. It's like sword Cold swallowing. <laughs> oh, you're sick. It's like sword swallowing where they're taking the sword out and checking for blood. It's, oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Well, you don't want to hear my sword swallowing story. You really don't. No, I don't. When we were shooting me learning sword it. swallowing,
2: <laughs> let's hear it.
1: I'm not going to tell it. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you We're one time, thanks Ben. One detail. <laughs> a professional cameraman yeah. walked off the set cuz he thought that shooting what I was doing was immoral. Wow. And he would not be part of it. And he was right. Well, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. One cameraman left. Now, these are cameramen that shoot like, you know, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the news cameraman. Yeah, who said, I don't want to be part of this. We've seen genocide, but this is too far.
1: <laughs> but uh, we got more to talk about, of course. Yeah. But right now, go to what? VotePiff.com. No.
2: Yep, VotePiff. Go to what? <laughs> BestofLasVegas.com.
1: BestofLasVegas.com and vote for Penn and Teller. That was Penn Sunday School.
2: <laughs> but if you're too tired to write, go to VotePiff.com. <laughs> Cha-cha-cha. You want to write like less letters VotePiff.com You become naked VotePiff.com VotePiff.com BoPiff.com. VotePiff.com VotePiff This has been Penn Sunday School Brought to you by VotePiff.com Go to forward VotePiff.com VotePiff.com Do you have anything else to say? VotePiff.com VotePiff.com
0: VotePiff.com com.
2: You know I love you. com.
3: Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here from the Jason Ellis Show podcast reminding you that my podcast, new episodes every Wednesday, downloadable where all podcasts are available. Come see
1: my friends, Michael and Kevin, as we talk to you about what's awesome, what sucks,
3: fitness, fighting, parenting, life, spin kicks, LGBTQ community, how to defend yourself against the shark if it attacks you out of nowhere, and much, much more. So
0: come join us. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.